Welcome to the Food, Peace, Please podcast, co-hosted by Serena Marie, RD, creator of Food Freedom Fit Fam, and Susan Ports, RD, creator of Ag Quality Academy. Our joint mission is to empower women to embrace food freedom. We want women to realize that there's more to life than changing your body and counting your calories, macros, or points. While we are medical professionals, this podcast is informational only and not meant as a substitute for individual medical advice. Now let's get this party started. All right, you guys, welcome to the Food Peace Please podcast. Today, Serena and I are coming at you you unscripted. So the first thing that we want to say before we dive into this episode is that we fully acknowledge that we are both white women. We live with thin privilege in smaller bodies. And today we are going to be talking a little bit about weight and our own triggers. So if this is something that you feel is not going to work well for you, then I want you to go ahead and just pause, skip forward and move on and If you feel like this is something you really want to hear and you want to hear what happens to us when we feel triggered by our bodies, then listen in and get in the details of us unscripted, just talking about what happens in the world of a dietitian with food freedom when they have something that triggers them. Woohoo. Susan and Serena unscripted. (laughs) I had to do it. (laughs) Oh my God. You guys, please like tell us if you listen to this episode and you're like, I love this and you love this vibe, like please let us know because we will 110% record more episodes like this. Yeah. This is like a Voxer conversation basically. Yeah, it is. And I can't wait to hear what everyone thinks. Woohoo. Okay, so Susan, you just said something and I was like, oh my God, we should totally record this. So why don't you share what you just mentioned? Okay. So I just said that I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. Um, yes, at a fertility clinic, and they weighed me. And first of all, I wanted to be like, why do you need to you don't need to weigh me, right? Like this is not necessary at all. Um, did they measure me? No, they asked me how tall I was. Like it was not necessary. Okay. But anyway, so they weigh me and whenever I get weighed, I, first of all, I just want to say like, I don't keep a scale for the purpose of like weighing myself at home in our house. Um, the only reason why we have a scale and is in our closet is to weigh a suitcase before we get on an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason a person needs a scale. I love that. Because I don't want to get it terrifies me to get to the airport and have them weigh my suitcase and for it to be like 51.25 pounds. <laughs> and then when I'm standing there trying to check my luggage, I have to take something out and put it in my husband's suitcase. Like that terrifies me. So that is the only reason why we keep a scale in our house. Um, so I don't weigh myself regularly. Um, that is a practice that I have embraced ever since um, finding food freedom and living this lifestyle of intuitive eating. So generally speaking, I don't really know what I weigh most of the time. Um, do my clothes fit differently? Absolutely. Um, sometimes, sometimes they don't like it just fluctuates. Mm -hmm. And I've just learned to accept that because that is just how bodies are and bodies are designed to change. But with that being said, so I went to the doctor yesterday and they weighed me and I, 
I just like look at the number. Um, I sometimes will teach my clients that it's okay if you don't want to know the number. Um, you need to do what works best for you. Anyways, regardless, I saw the number and I was telling Serena that it was kind of triggering for me. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason why was because it's pro- like it, I know for a fact, 100%, that this is probably the highest weight that I've ever been at. And I was like, okay, like just mm-hmm. literally the first thing that I did was like, okay, yep, that bothers me. And the reason why I want to admit that to you guys is because I just want you to know that it's not perfect. Yeah. Really, that's what it is. It's not perfect. Um, and, and like we still if- live in this world where weight and, you know, being thin is the beauty standard and we're still young women, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's okay to have that programmed, I mean literally programmed response to seeing a weight that's higher than you've ever seen before. Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, you nail it on the head. Like just because we are, I'm a dietitian that works in a food freedom space and I promote health at every size and I understand the science behind weight. I understand the science behind dieting. I understand that dieting doesn't work. I just want you to know that like that doesn't make me exempt from like having feelings when it comes around like weight or how my clothes fit and like my body changing. The difference is learning how to cope with it and how to manage it. it just because you work through this and you find food freedom does not mean that you're never going to feel triggered or you're never going to feel upset because the pair of jeans that you wore last summer don't fit you this summer. Um, like you're never going to be exempt from this. So like I said, I feel like the biggest thing I just want you to know is like, we're not striving for perfection and there's no such thing as perfect. And there's no such thing that you're never going to feel this way. Right. Like we're humans, like we're supposed to have feelings and you know, what I like to tell my clients is your relationship with your body is just like every other relationship. So if you think to all the people you have relationships with, your sister, your mom, your partner, whoever it is, would you tell me that 100% of the time, 100% of the days you've known them, you are always just happy as a clam about like your relationship? Like, now I fight with my sister. My mom gets on my nerves. I fight with my partner. Like it's normal when you have a relationship for there to be ups and downs. And so it is perfectly okay and normal to have days where you're upset with your body or you don't like your body. And it's just really about how do you, like like Susan just hit the nail on the head, how do you cope with it? How does it affect you? And, you know, so I think I think this is a really interesting conversation because you're going through it right now. This just happened 24 hours ago. So Susan, like, I, I mean, are you, are you, do you even know how you're coping with it? Like, I'm curious. I don't think I do know how I'm coping with it. That's like a really, really great question. I mean, I think I, I'm just reminding, I think the biggest thing that I do, um, cause this isn't, clearly this is not the first time this has happened. Um, and I feel like the biggest thing that I do, and this is what I teach my clients to do as well, is to remind yourself that your weight doesn't define you and that number on the scale is not the end-all be-all. Because the other thing that I can tell you is that 
I know I had a bunch of lab work done in January and like metabolically speaking, like I'm actually really, really healthy. Um, like my labs look great. And so I I know, in fact, like they're better than they were six months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know, and what I basically recite to myself is that like, it's just a number. Yeah. And even though I will be honest, like that's really hard because of our society mm-hmm. um, to accept that. But like it's just a number and it, it's not any indication of how healthy I am. It's not any indication of, you know, how worthy I am or, you know, my ability to do things. It's it's just a number. And the more that you can repeat repeat that to yourself – the more that that's going to become ingrained knowledge. So I don't expect like the first time that this happens to you for you to just automatically know that that's like your response and that you're going to kind of repeat this mantra to yourself. Um, But the more you practice it, the more you understand it and the more you embody it, it's going to help to re like create this new pathway inside of your brain. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make the old pathway go away, mm-hmm. but it creates this new pathway that you can help guide your brain down. Because what we know about our minds is they are incredibly powerful. And I know Serena can talk a ton, a ton about the brain. And so I'm going to let you pipe in here in a second. But like, mm-hmm. like what we know is that the pathways in your brain, while they can be very easy to just go down the same pathway. You can train your brain to go down a new pathway. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's so important to remember is like, if you feel sad or upset or mad or angry or any type of negative feeling about weight gain or your body changing in any way, and you're like, dang it, I'm on this food freedom journey. Like I'm supposed to be embracing, like all bodies are beautiful, right? That's kind of what Brie was talking about with like the toxic body positivity on that episode that we had with Brianna Campos. Um, You want to remember like you're entitled to your feelings. Your feelings are never wrong. When you feel a feeling, you are allowed to feel that feeling and you should not feel ashamed of feeling that feeling because that shame is not going to drive healing. It's just going to drive judgment and nothing positive comes from negative thoughts. I always tell my my clients that like we can't heal if we're just judgy wudgy. Okay. So, so I think what we want to try and think about is that two things can be true at the same time. And what I mean by that is you can be sad that you weigh more than you used to weigh and you can feel However you feel about that, that is valid. But we want to question, is it the truth, right? So a lot of times the the story we've been told by society is that whatever it is, so in the, we're just going to pick on Susan, weighing more right now, right? So there's some story there likely if we were to prod at this and say, why is weighing more a problem to you. Like literally keep asking yourself, why is this upsetting to you? And for a lot of the clients I work with, it's like, well, if I weigh more, I'm not attractive. Or if I weigh more, I can't run fast. Or if I weigh more, I can't, you know, feel sexy in a bathing suit, whatever, or in a sports bra. And what we want to kind of do is we want to then like put that up like, um, like to the jury. 
Like, is that 100% true? Is that like a fact, like a, a, a cold, hard fact that if you weigh more, you're not beautiful. If you weigh more, you can't run fast. And when we really like, you know, kind of put it out for like, you know, inspection and like take our feelings out of the, out of the equation, it, it, it's not true. Like it's literally like there are people in all different body shapes that are attractive. There are people in all different body shapes who are working on becoming a stronger, faster version of themselves. There are all different women wearing bathing suits that look phenomenal, wearing sports bra that look great. And we have to remember that just because that's your feeling right now, it doesn't mean it's 100% true that like nobody in the world will find you attractive or that you can't work on becoming a faster athlete. Does that kind of like like it's important to kind of acknowledge both sides of the story as you're acknowledging your feelings, right? Like, does that make sense, Susan? Yeah, 110%. I love that you like dug in on the fact of like you can feel multiple ways mm-hmm. and that's okay. And recognizing that like your mind has thoughts, like you have mm-hmm. thoughts and you are not like – like you are not in 100% control of your thoughts. So like what I mean when I say that is like sometimes like things just come to your brain and you can choose whether to believe it or not believe it, like regardless of what you have evidence for. So if, you know, if you have a feeling and you're having thoughts come to your brain, like that's okay. It's okay to just like recognize them. It's okay to sit with it and be like, Okay, but then also getting in and challenging that thought. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest thing that like I have been learning to ask myself when I have thoughts is like, are you sure? Mm. Like, are you sure that that's like 100% true? Like, which is what Serena was saying. Like, are you sure that that's really the case? Because if if you're not 100% sure, like it's a great way to just identify like that that's a thought. But that thought doesn't have to be true. Just because you think it doesn't make it true. Like, and I think it's taken me a long time to realize that, like, just because you think something does not mean that it's true. Like, I feel like, and I know we're spinning this in a whole new direction now, but like, I feel like I've had, for years, I've had thoughts and it's like, I have a thought and I'm like, oh my God, that's true. Mm -hmm. Like, or like, oh, I have that thought. Now it's going to come true. Like, And so learning that you you can feel multiple ways, learning that you can challenge your thoughts and your beliefs and you can choose to believe something new without any evidence is extremely powerful. Like you can choose to believe that your weight is just a number. You can choose to believe that you are not defined by your weight. You can choose to believe that weight is not a primary indicator of health, regardless of the evidence. Like, yes, we have evidence to back all that up, but you don't need evidence. You can just choose to have a new belief. Yeah, that's really that's really powerful. Like you you are in control here. And I think I think um what's interesting is you're saying like this is kind of spinning into like a whole nother topic, but that so often is part of body image healing is like we fixate on our bodies and controlling our bodies because controlling, feeling a sense of control over our body weight or our body shape or our body size or how fast we run or how heavy we lift, whatever it may be, 
is giving us this sense of I can control something while living in a world that often feels very out of our control. And so sometimes body image it, the story is deeper than just, you know, I'm upset because I I gained weight when I stepped on the scale. It's like, well, I now want to take on this project where I'm going to control my weight and start this diet and just fixate on numbers, et cetera. And, and that kind of actually impedes you from doing that self-development, that growth. Like Susan just said, for a long time, she just accepted like a thought is true. And now she's questioning it. And like, as you're questioning these thoughts and like kind of assessing them, Susan, like, what has that done for your life? Like, forget about like how much you weigh. Like, what has that just like, how has that impacted you as a human? Well, I think the first thing is it decreases my anxiety. Yeah. And it, it similar to leaving behind diet culture, it gives you your power back, right? Like when you give all of your power to your thoughts and you think that your thoughts are all true, and then you learn that you have the power to create a new belief and that the things that you think are not always true, it gives you the power back. Like you can separate yourself out from your anxiety and your thoughts and recognize like that just because you think something, it's not true. And that in turn get, opens up this door to you being able to just live your life and without constantly thinking about everything. So I don't know if you're like me and you have a lot of anxiety and you think a lot, like opening up that door to just like not let those thoughts have the control anymore and to separate yourself out from them and recognize like that just because you think it doesn't make it true and doesn't mean that that's like you, it can be something else that's having that thought is really powerful. And I think just getting that power back releases so much of that like anxiety. I so yeah, like I I feel the same way and like I also struggle with anxiety and the way I think about it is if I gain which like, you know, I haven't weighed myself since we can we can share the story in a second here actually. But like I I also exist in a larger body than than ever before and um you know, the way I think about it is I can continue to take my anxiety and I can hide in it like by obsessing over my body, right? Because when I'm just thinking about controlling my body weight and focusing on calories and how much I weigh and how I look, that's basically just like my anxiety, like living inside this bubble of Serena's trying to control her weight versus when I am saying to myself, this is my body. This is what how I look when I am healthy and, you know, honoring my my hunger cues and my cravings, etc. But now all of that energy that would have gone into controlling my weight, that anxiety, you know, I'm still an anxious person. And rather than putting all that anxious energy into controlling my weight, it has to go somewhere else. And rather than like hiding in this bubble of controlling my weight, I'm doing the work. Like Susan's doing the work. And is it easy? No. <laughs> is it, you know, oftentimes like, you know, feel really, really hard? Um, yes. But I also know that I have grown as a human. I have become a way better partner, a way better friend, a way better daughter, a way better dietitian and clinician, a way better human being because I am doing this hard work of you know, working through my anxiety instead of just like letting it hide in my body image struggles. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes total sense. It's because 
we tend to use other things to like cover up how we're feeling. And when you stop using those other things, you actually have to go through the emotions and the feelings that you're having. And in our case, that's anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I have I recently just finished the book called The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck, which is excellent if you are looking for a good read. Um, and she in there talks a lot about like recognizing that when you stop like trying to cover your emotions up with other things like dieting or body image issues is a common thing that we tend to see um, and trying to fix your body, um, you're left with having to like go through the emotions. And so I keep repeating to myself what I learned from this book is the only way out is through. So Mm -hmm. the only way out of the anxiety and the only way to – get through those emotions is through them, like to go through them, not to like suppress them with something else and to cover them up. So going through is what leads you to in the end, like that place of, I would just call it like peace or Mm -hmm. um, that place where you could actually live that life. Like I just can remember like years ago, like just like wondering like how I was going to ever like get to a place of like mental clarity and to have like peace. And by no means am I there yet. <laughs> Let's yeah. be real. Um, But what I'm learning is that like going through something and working your way through it is it's muddy in the middle, but like that's what actually gets you to the end that where you actually feel good and you feel like things are working in your favor and feeling more authentic to what works for you. Yeah. I, I just I just think of like growth and, uh, you know, it's funny because like I'm not even sure like how appealing that sounds to people. Like Does it seem worth it to you who is listening to like grow and I think of it as like up-leveling or like Susan said, finding that peace? Like does it seem worth it to you? And, you know, that's like we believe in body autonomy. Like you get to decide what you want to do with your body and like you get to make that decision and we're just here to like make the case that like, well, yeah, like even though the work is still hard when you're, you know – going through it, like Susan just beautifully and eloquently described, like it, it, it's worth it to me. And, you know, I, I don't know, like this just, this is just a, a, this is a piece of food freedom that I, I get really emotional when I think about it. And I just, I, I really like, it's one of those things where I want to shake people and be like, please, please feel this way about this thing, even though I know that's like totally unfair to like request of other people because you have to be on your own journey. But I just, I know right now I am living in a body that is larger than a body I've I've lived in before. Um, again, have thin privilege. So I, I want to acknowledge that here. But like, I'm also getting married in five months. And, you know, to just think about like how 24-year-old Serena would be like reacting to like prepping for the wedding versus what I'm doing, which is, you know, just living my normal life. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just, it's just so interesting. But like, I'm, maybe I'm not like trying to lose weight and pursue a smaller body right now. And instead I'm focusing on like managing my anxiety and, you know, managing my stress levels and taking care of myself in this totally different way that actually I think makes my life a lot 
better and more peaceful, kind of like what you were just saying, Susan. Yeah. I think like when you're saying that, what I was thinking was lighter. Like it just makes everything feel lighter and easier. And I agree with you. Like maybe like if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know, that sounds like a lot. Like I'm just here to tell you like it's worth it because if – if working through these things so that like one, you have the skill and then you know how to manage it. But two, when you get to the other side and you have this lightness and you have freedom and you have peace of mind and you don't feel all caught up in like a ball of yarn, that's what I would describe what my brain looked like, what still looks like some days, but Let's be honest. This is unscripted. So we're being honest. There's no perfection here. Uh, And, um, but, you know, feeling like your brain is a ball of yarn and thinking that maybe when you work through to the other side, it's just like this beautifully like crocheted Afghan. Like, Hmm, and it it can be that way. And we can get there, even though if it's a, even if it's a little messy in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, I, you know, I kind of, I want to just briefly give some like almost like action items here because I think um, I can remember the last time I got weighed was also at the doctor and it was in the middle of like the craziest part of the COVID pandemic for me in my life. And I just remember going there like totally deflated and didn't have the energy to like protect my space and say like, please don't weigh me. Um, and I got weighed and I saw it and I had all the feelings Susan's having right now. So um, I like, I, I just can relate to what you're going through. Um, but I, I, I just want to like remind everyone here, and this is something that I now actively do when I go to the doctor and they say, okay, jump on the scale. I say, um, why? You know, and usually the nurse is like, well, because <laughs> – Cause I told like, cause everyone weighs themselves and I'm like, I'm not on medication. Like you don't need to dose me. Um, I don't want to be weighed today. And there's usually like a little bit of like discomfort and confusion, but I stand my ground and I, I don't get weighed when I go to the doctor's office. And if you are somebody who need, you know, if the, the nurse was to say, oh, well, we need your weight because you're having surgery or because we need to dose this medication, then you can let her know I'm going to stand on the scale backwards and I am not going to see my weight and I do not wish for it to be shared or discussed with me. And, um, you know, I please do not, you know, mention BMI to me either. And I think that's really important that we protect our peace because if Susan and I have this reaction and we are like years down this food freedom journey and our whole life is dedicated to it and it's triggering for us, you know, I just feel really compassionate towards the woman who is newer in her food freedom journey and sees her weight and just how triggering that can be. Yeah. I think that's really, really great advice because having just some tangible advice that would help you and as Serena was saying, and as like I was kind of saying with my recent experience the other day, it, it like sometimes you're not going to have the brain space mm-hmm. to say no and that's okay, but you can choose to like step on backwards. And I would be honest with you, I thought about it for a few seconds and then I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I, I like that you have the choice. So mm-hmm. – 
you can use your skills and do what's within your bandwidth for the day um, and do what feels good for you. Yep. Yeah. They don't need to know your weight if you're healthy, you know? You can yeah, be like, 100%. hey, why don't you ask me how many servings of vegetables I eat a week? How much exercise I get? Like how, what right. my stress management's like? <laughs> like there's so many more important questions to determine your health than how much you weigh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed this unscripted episode. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, send us a DM, um, drop us a review and say, love, love, love the unscripted episodes. And we will look forward to bringing you more juice soon. Thank you for joining us. If you are a female athlete looking to heal your relationship with your body, head to serenamarierd.com to download my free runner's guide to better body image. And if you're trying to conceive, head over to simplejoyfulnutrition.com to grab your free guide to get started boosting your egg quality.